Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome to another edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, alongside Mr. Sleeper Alert himself, AJ. Okay, sorry, I'll redo that. Your boy, AJ Johnson. And we have a full crew today. It's Dylan Kearns below me, Aaron Mukes to my right, bottom right. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's just like there's just a lot of directions here. It's difficult to watch. Do what's up, guys? How are you doing on this beautiful April 21st? AJ, what's up, buddy? Vibing, chilling, balling. It's a Wednesday. We back at it. You know how the Rough Cut crew does. I'm happy to have our guys here. It's been so long since we had a full show. This is awesome. I'm welcome, Dylan. Welcome back, Aaron. I hope to see much more of you guys, but then some days I'll hope to see none of you guys. So it's all good, you know? It's wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, this I is the truth. You can't tell me they don't feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't. I always am, am happy to see all of you. What are you talking about? I mean, my, be- my best trap. friend, my best friend, Bill Bate, and. <laughs> And your boy, <laughs> and your boy. Even, yeah. even Streamyard knew to like censor him on that. One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That, that is great, oh, Dylan. Great. Mr. Big Time, what's up with you, buddy? It's been a while since you've been on the show. You you kind of you made it to ESPN, and then you're like, you know what? I'm going to the straight to the top. And now you're now you're giving the time to the little people. So we really appreciate it. What's up, buddy? What's up? Uh, I'm, bl- I'm glad to be back on here. It's been a while, but I'm not big time. And you come on, guys, we're all in the same boat here. But you know what it is. I've been calling a lot of baseball games, a lot of softball games, busy schedule, but I'm excited to get going here in the summer months with a rough cut. Uh, just a lot of fun. As you know, baseball, my expertise, but I'm excited to talk some hockey tonight. Yes, and that is what we are talking tonight. We are talking hockey, my go-to sport. You know, talked basketball last week. We go back to the ice here. I'm excited. We're talking playoffs, though. This is the best time of year. I'll give credit to basketball. You know, I've been very, I've been watching basketball. I've been getting hyped on it. I'm excited for the playoffs. Okay, especially with my Knicks doing doing great. I'm excited for the NBA playoffs, but not as excited as I am to watch playoff hockey. And that's what we're talking about tonight, guys. That is what we're talking about. And I'm very, very, very excited to see how you guys, you guys are actually talking hockey tonight. Like normally with our shows, if it's basketball, I'm trying to stay away from it as much as I can for hockey. AJ and Aaron and Dylan are uh, well, Dylan, I shouldn't say I shouldn't throw Dylan in this one, but AJ and Aaron, just stay away from hockey. So tonight though, everyone is diving in. We are going to get takes from everybody on the panel. It's going to be great, but it is Wednesday, and there is a, there is the hit segment, Fast Five. AJ's done it. I've done it. Aaron is here to give us his Fast Five. For everybody who doesn't know, who's new, who might be new to the show, this is the top five headlines of the sports world, in the sports world, between Saturday when you don't see us and Tuesday when you don't see us. We pop right in. We give you a Fast Five. Aaron, you're up, buddy. What's going on in the sports world? 
Already? Oh, man, this is fast. All right. Fast five. Here we go. I am playing injured tonight, but we're going to start out with number five, and that is Alden Smith. Uh, as you know, Alden Smith was on my Dallas Cowboys last year, and he actually had a really good season. He had five sacks. I thought he was back. He hadn't played since 2016. And then what happens this week? He's got a warrant out for his arrest for second degree battery. It looks like he cannot stay out of trouble. And it's just another sign of these NFL players who just get into trouble time after time. But I want to kind of focus on the fact that he get chance after chance after chance. We've seen it with him. We've seen it with Pac-Man Jones. We've seen it with Josh Gordon. I don't know how these guys continue to get chances, but Alden Smith is back in the news again. Um, he turned himself in this morning for a second degree battery. So we'll see how that plays out. I'm sure another suspension is looming. Number four, NBA players that are set to return. That's right. There are two big time players that are set to return this week or up in the coming days. And that's LaMelo Ball for the, for the Hornets. And then there's also Anthony Davis for the Los Angeles Lakers. Both teams are going to be primed for playoff runs. I think LaMelo Ball is really going to help that Hornets team maybe take that next step and, and perhaps win a first round playoff series. So I'm excited to see him return. And then Anthony Davis, obviously we know Anthony Davis comes in and when he's on the court, the Lakers are one of the toughest teams to beat in the league with Kevin Durant and James, and James Harden out on the Brooklyn Nets. That could hurt their chances and give one of these other teams an opportunity to move forward. Number three, Justin whoa, Fields. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bad. Already 90 seconds? Whoa. Bad. Whoa. You, you spent too bad. much time yeah. on Kevin. That was real bad. That was real bad. I need like a clock or something. That's too fast. It, Alvin had about it, a minute. Yeah, yeah. You went about a minute on Alvin right. Smith. I guess we do need a clock. First run at that, I got I got to get a little better as we as we move forward. That that was that was really fast. Um, my timing there was off. I don't think Sports Center would be too happy with me. No, no, <laughs> not at all, not at all. Yeah, but but it's now. okay because this is the rough cut, so I don't care what Sports Center thinks. <laughs> exactly, and you know what? We break the rules here. I will give you a second chance. Okay, I'm not giving you time. Okay, you've, you've already screwed up the time thing, but I know that you have some more headlines here that I feel like people need to hear. So before we get into our playoff hockey talk, can you please finish your headlines? All right, number three, Justin Fields. For the reports, I know all of you guys heard it say Justin Fields' uh, medical condition of epilepsy came out today, and I'm just wondering how that's going to affect his draft status. And if you don't think it's going to affect him. You're mistaken. I actually think it does. The NFL does a really good job about digging deep into these players' medical histories. And I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to play in his drafting or his value given to him by team. Number two, Steph Curry. He dropped 49 against the Philadelphia 76ers, which is the best defensive team, one of the best defensive teams in the league. And there was just nothing he could do with him. This man has more 10 three-point games this year than anybody does in their career. And I know a lot of talk about MVP and Nikolai Jokic, but this guy's moving his way up the top of that board. And forget the MVP talk. Can we just marvel at how good this guy is? The greatest shooter of all time, hands down. And if you want to argue about it, go see your boy, AJ Johnson. He'll let you have it. And last, uh, we, there was a big time event in the sports world last year outside of COVID. And that was the, the killing of George Floyd. We saw the NBA players react to it. We saw the sports world react to it. And we saw this movement as a result of it. And yesterday, um, we all got to, to take a breath of fresh air for at least this small moment in time as justice was served. Um, the officer that, that um, 
that that murdered uh, George Floyd was sent or was found guilty on all three charges. So I just wanted to take a minute to bring that point up. I know this is a show not about politics or about these things, but I just couldn't let this opportunity pass, seeing that it had so much impact in the sports world um, and the movement that was of 2020 and beyond. So I thought that was a big storyline and and I thought that was number one this week. Yeah, that one's that one's definitely huge. I mean, that's something that I mean, it it shook it shook the entire world. And then, you know, sports is one of those things that's it's kind of it's been a separate entity. And then when that happened, it took over everything, rightfully so. And again, we don't this show has never been about talking politics, but this is more than that. This is the huge day for our country to be able to take a step forward in the right direction on that. Aaron, you, you still failed, though. You still failed. You did worse than a- AJ. AJ's first go, he got four out of five. And we were like, okay, it's tough. It's tough. You only got two of five through. I, I, I have no excuses. I like to talk. Shame. Shame. <laughs> I have no shame. excuses. Shame. Shame, what's that, shame. What's that we learn at school? You got to write to your script, right? If it's a 40-second script, make sure it's a 40-second script. Aaron shot about no, two minutes of crap for the top <laughs> two people. So uh, <laughs> underestimated that one just a bit, but I'm sure you'll work on it and regroup. Hey, just a bit. At full, sale, at full sale, at full sale, I always hit the mark. This is the rough cut, so I got to be a little rough. A little rough. Only two. <laughs> Only two. Hey, hey, Dylan, if you're on the show, well, Dylan, you will be on the show next Wednesday. I would assume you're on the show next Wednesday. So, Correct. Dylan, you get Fast Five next Wednesday. So, uh, get those chops ready. We can prepare. Yeah. Ready. Actually, yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess we ruined it there. He's going to practice all week. He's just going to be running through five <laughs> headlines in a minute 30. He's going to, next Dan submission that we have, he's just going to submit his Fast Five. And it's going to be like, just there you go. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Uh, so Dylan, though, real quick though, touching back into this, uh, into into the Fast Five and one of head, one of Aaron's headlines, you did not know about the Justin Fields news heading into this. And, I did not. And now you hear it. What was your initial takeaway from that? So obviously, Aaron brought up the draft stock and how much that could affect him on draft day, and. I know they do a great job of looking at player backgrounds. Justin Fields, just another one of these players. And I'm going to be honest, I don't believe in Ohio State quarterbacks, at least what I've seen so far. So this is just a player evaluation. I don't think he's going to be as legit as people say in the National Football League. But going back to where he is, I still think he is a top five pick. Uh, You might see my mock draft dropped here shortly, but uh, I think he's still going to be a top five pick regardless of the news, but it's definitely a scare that some teams might uh, tend to stay away from. Yeah, it it really is. I mean, that's some scary stuff, man. Some scary stuff. He's still the second quarterback draft, though. The NFL has this way of finding reasons for guys to drop, right? We always talk about, like, why are guys dropping? We've seen it with, uh, we talked about concussions with uh, Jalen Phillips and and now we're seeing this epilepsy issue with, with Justin Fields. And somebody might still take him. Somebody might feel comfortable with his medical evaluation. But I think the NFL always has this way of finding things out that nobody knew about. I mean, the man's been playing college football and, and high school football. And nobody's mentioned this before. And then all of a sudden, a week before the draft, now it's brought up. And it's just another, to me, it's another indication of how the NFL does business. And I feel like it's often used to devalue a player. Um, whether it's on purpose, whether it's to maybe give t- other teams a scare who leaked this news. You know, some teams might be setting up some sort of, hey, maybe we're going to trade up to a certain pick and let's break this news about Justin Fields. 
so we can get them cheaper or something like that. Um, I just find it interesting that the NFL always this always happens. It always happens every year. Yeah, it it is, and it's just. Justin, let's just be real here. Guys. I know what to say. Look how sad you no, are. I, is that it, is that because you are having a realization that this may mean Mac Jones is actually going to go number three? He shouldn't, though. I'm. I. He I, should. I know he should. He shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. None of us think <laughs> we that. We all agree. And tomorrow, little tease, AJ, you can prepare for this because tomorrow we have our draft show. Tomorrow, I'm going to ask you about a player you want to avoid in the draft, and I'm going to I'm going to make a rule though. It can't be Mac Jones. Because that's obviously oh, that am I too obvious. late for that? Yeah, a little, a little, just a little too late. Just a little too late on that one. But tomorrow we talk draft, though. But tonight, tonight we're talking hockey, guys. And uh, Aaron, I, I got to tee you up here. You teased something in the beginning in our pre- in our pre-production meeting here. You told us that you had something on your mind that's going to take us into our hockey talk. Yeah, and I um, hear. I, I, look, I'm not a hockey guy. I don't know hockey. It's it's something that I watch occasionally. I usually watch in the playoffs. I don't know the 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 people in hockey. Obviously, I know some of the main guys, the the the, the bigger names. But I don't. I'm not a hockey guy. But I am from California, and there is a team that's close to me, and it's the San Jose Sharks. And this past week, I was going to put this on my fast five. Patrick Marlowe has now broke the all-time record for most games played in the NHL. 1,768 games. And he passed. Who did he pass? I want to see Vinny's face when I say this. He passed Gordie Howe. Okay? For the most games played in the NHL. But not only that. Not only that. There's, there's guys that I, that I used to actually watch when I watched hockey that were on that list. The top four are now Patrick Marlowe, Gordie Howe, Mark Messier, and Yadimir Yager. And if you don't know who Mark Messier are, Yadimir Yager, Mark Messier spent a long time in Vinny's uh, Rangers uniform that he loves so much. He also played with Edmonton and Vancouver, but most notably for me was, was with the Rangers. And then Yadimir Yager was like Pittsburgh all day. Um, I, I, I remember those, those uniforms, first seeing those uniforms with him in it. And he, he spent a lot of time in some other places too. He played in Washington. He played with the Rangers as well. He played in Florida. Um, I think he played with Dallas for a minute, but it, it just Patrick Marlowe to play that many games and be that I don't want to say that old, but for for professional sport, you're old, right? You're in your 40s. You're old to play that he's many games. Legend. And it's it, it's just to me, it's iconic. Um, he's 23rd all time in, in goals scored. Uh, I just thought that was something that if we're doing a hockey show and this is my first time doing a hockey show had to be pointed out because I don't think how I don't think people realize how difficult it is to play a professional sport for that long and be that good. And um, so I thought that he deserved a, a shout out today as we moved into this hockey talk, seeing that my sharks might not be able to get into the playoffs. This right here is like basically a retirement banner for Mark Messier. The day he retired as a New York Ranger. That's how big of a fan of Mark Messier. Me- I, Messier I knew you would love it. I knew you would love me bringing up Mark Messier. I, I knew you would like that. By the and way. You brought, and, and you brought up Yager. So it's like, it's, it's, it's a win-win. Uh, something that since we're going into the NFL draft, Patrick Marlowe was a first round draft pick number two overall. And we had mentioned like what Trevor Lawrence should be able to do for Jacksonville. If you get a guy that's picked number two overall or number one or two overall, and they play that long and are that good, that is not a bust. That is not a disappointment. 
that is not – I mean, that's what you want from a guy that's picked at, at that level, at least from my from my perspective. So uh, shout and, out to, to Patrick Marlowe. And Patty Marlowe does not have a Stanley Cup, man. He does not have a Stanley Cup. Sad. It's sad. The thing is, is like that's the unfortunate thing. AJ and I were talking about this the other night when it was actually happening. I told him that he asked me if, if he has played for the Sharks his entire career. Sadly, he has not. He would have, though – if they didn't try to get him a Stanley Cup, they sent him to Pittsburgh and then he went to Toronto to try and get that Stanley Cup. And then he ends up coming back home, finishes out his career. I mean, it's it was truly special too to watch, man. Like just like just the the everyone coming together. I mean, they were playing Vegas that night and Vegas is a rival for San Jose. So it's like those two teams hate each other on the ice, but they all can come together to celebrate what Patrick Marlowe did. I'm, I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed. And, and you could you could see it. And it, they did a post game interview, and he was really emotional about it. You could tell that it meant a lot to him, and the respect that he's garnered throughout the league. Uh, it was it was special. Yeah, and Patrick Marlowe. I mean, he's someone that has been in the league a very long time. I find it odd that if he was going to try to go ahead and go win a Stanley Cup, why would he pick Toronto? Because it seems like they always fall in the playoffs. But uh, once again. Once again, Vegas, Vegas, that was a fantastic tribute the other day. But I want to ask Vinny, most certainly Vinny, uh, because he's a big, big hockey guy and knows these things. When you think of the San Jose Sharks, I guess this could also apply to Aaron because he lives near the area and follows the Sharks as well. Do you think of Joe Thornton or do you think of Patrick Marlowe? When I, I, I personally think Joe Thornton. That's one. Of, that's like the old him and actually him and Patrick Malone are like one of the two players <laughs> that I that I, that I know. Um, I would say I think of Joe Thornton more, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that right now. I, I don't want to do that right now because this is not his moment. This is this is Patrick's moment, and I feel like uh, I would be sliding him. But for me personally, as somebody that's watched Sharks hockey and I've watched very little hockey, um, I would say Thornton. And, and it's funny, Jumbo Joe was ne- was not an original shark. He was drafted by the Bruins and ended up getting traded over uh, to to San Jose. I believe traded over. I don't, I don't think he was a free agent signing. I might get ripped for that one. But he, yeah, he ended up coming over to San Jose. So he really wasn't an original shark. But uh, it's funny you asked that question because to be completely honest, when I think of sharks, there's two players that come to mind. And it's not Joe. Th- like the first ones, when I, when I hear sharks, I sadly think of Owen Nolan who you guys might not know who Owen Nolan is and of getting to those two Nibakov. guys right there are two guys that automatically pop in my head. But my boy, Brendan TCJ, my, my buddy, he's a big jumbo Joe guy. So I guess I would have to choose Joe Thornton over Patrick Marlowe, but not to discredit Patrick Marlowe here. This is his moment. This is his time. Special moment passing him. He got these sick gloves too. these customized CCM gloves that had like inscribed on it. It said like, the, uh, record broken or whatever it said really cool stuff on it awesome stuff good wow wow good stuff aaron i'm proud of you and yes i bleep myself out for you aj i did just for (laughs) you you a grown man do it how you need to do it get it how you i'm a grown little man i'm a grown little man but aj i feel like i haven't heard enough from you so like i feel like it's your time to shine and the only time for you to shine really is to pay the bills Oh, he didn't do it. I thought it was going to be sleeper week. Well, guess what? People been sleeping on where to find us at Twitter, that roughcut underscore sports, and on Facebook at roughcut sports, where you can hit up on that thousand follower giveaway. We are a week and a half out. 
Instagram, the Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit those likes, hit those shares. We are now also streaming on YouTube. I know y'all didn't hit the subscribe. We've seen the numbers go up there. I'm loving it because y'all have been telling everybody. Ain't that right, Vinny? Everybody? Everybody. There it is. And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether it's a signed jersey, whether it's a signed cleat, it is there. And if you enter in our contest, we will personally purchase something from Halftime just for you that you picked out. If you just enter the contest, it really ain't that hard. It isn't. And of course, we are a proud sponsor of Yeti, the place, the coolest place to get all of your chilling gear whether it's cups whether it's mugs whether it's coolers they got bags aj's been pointing out all the dog stuff they have lately i mean they have everything over there at yeti and in honor of mother's day you can get a free customized uh, a free monogram with a purchase of a cup thanks to what do you what do you what do you give me that look for it what do you you what are we doing that you you know, I get distracted. Gotta work on it. We got to work on you just finishing through your thought process. I can't. I can't finish through my thoughts when I see my boy. You over should here be looking at the camera. Him. You should be no. looking at the camera, not, not at AJ. Now, when this screen's up, I should get a, I should get like a monologue written down on a script here for, for this, but I don't. But either way, go check out Yeti. Use our code. Use our link on our page to get the to help you help help the show. I mean, that's that's what you're really doing. You're helping the show. Okay, oh, help show. us help you. Okay, with great stuff from Yeti. Chat. Hey, oh, that yeah, there it is in the in the chat when AJ drops in there and next week. AJ, you can or tomorrow you can do the Yeti ad. How about that? You do the Yeti ad tomorrow. How about that? I might take that day. Okay, okay, <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Uh, but for all the Rough Cut fans, if the Rough Cut fans have not entered the contest for the thousand follower, what are what is your problem? What are you doing? It's free gear. It's Tell free. All you, all you have to do is take a picture, a screenshot. How simple is it? How simple is it? it? It's very, very simple. Just get over to Facebook. Go to our page. Click that little community tab. Start checking friends off. Invite friends. Start checking friends off. Take a screenshot. Send it to us. DM us. And you're in. That's it. Ten. All you have to do is ten friends. If you did more, perhaps you get better chances to win. But it's free stuff. And you guys have seen the pictures of Josh Jacobs gear. There's you know, baseball, NHL, NFL, NBA, there's all kinds of gear on there, and it is free. It just takes free? time. Literally, literally, it's free, me you say? 30 seconds to go invite my entire, you know, friends list. Just saying. How many friends you got? Probably six, you know, <laughs> <laughs> including us three. And yeah, including <laughs> you three. And then my wife, and you know, my sisters. And we call it. It's just it. But hey, it only there's took me 30 stuff. seconds. So for you, it'll take you maybe a minute, right? For those of you that have thousands and thousands of friends. But again, it's really, really simple. Get it done. Help us get to 1,000 followers and help us change the game. Changing the game. Yeah. That's it right there. That's it right oh, there. But hey. Oh, by the way. Oh. Hold on. Oh. By the way, Dylan. Hello. Your little Chicago White Sox team. They are no longer. I was trying to be happy for them this season and like maybe, you know, give you some support. I'm upset at them now. Because now the hashtag change the game on Twitter is taken yep. over by the White Sox, and you can't do it without there being a little White Sox logo <laughs> popping up. Everything we try to do, our damn uh, intro song, our hashtags, everybody taking our stuff. I'm tired of it. I know y'all love the rough cut. Y'all want to be like us, share and follow first, and then maybe we'll give you the right to use some of this stuff. Get on your White Sox, Dylan. I'm over it. And they're only, yeah, they're they're only nine and nine. They're, they're barely 500. 
Don't, even, don't get me game. started. Don't get me started on that. But <laughs> anyway, I, I did say the change the game thing. That was like earlier before we, I mean, it, it was probably after we started the show, but that was something that flew. I was, I was uh, getting into it. I was saying, let's grind. Let's do this, blah, blah, blah. This big old uh, text that I sent out, change the game. Just happened to be the last thing. We've been riding with it. And then the White Sox decide to hop on the train. People Hard. just jocking our style, man. We're we're trendsetters. That's be that'll be our new hashtag. Is we are hashtag trendsetters because everyone wants to be like the rough cut. It's I mean it is what it is. I, I, who wouldn't want to be us? And like I've said before, guys, let's be real here. We are the best. We know we're the best. You know we're the best. Just do the right thing and share. That's it right there. You just do do the right thing, okay? Right things are happening left and right. Not left and right. Right things are happening. Terrible. <laughs> we're the we're the best around. Nobody's gonna take us down. Sing it, buddy. Sing it. Oh, <laughs> not man, sing it. Uh, boo, boo! This wait. I have to that, that's I have to AJ's to department. Me. That's AJ's department. Where's my? Oh, I don't know. There it is. Oof. Oh, no, I there it is. I have that. It's there. <laughs> but let's get into our hockey talk, guys. Can we get into our playoff talk? Am I allowed to? Am I yes, allowed sir. to talk hockey? I guess. I thought the show was I thought the show was, you know, going well, but I guess now we gotta talk hockey. Show's over. So last week, last week you 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 watched our show Wednesday. If you haven't watched it, go check it out now. It's on YouTube, it's on iTunes, everywhere you can check it out. We talked basketball. We entered AJ's realm. We entered the kitchen here. This is my week. So we're talking playoffs and we're building the best playoff matchups here i mean this is we are a show about giving the fans what they want so we're going to be building a playoff bracket basically with the teams that we want to see and the matchups we want to see and i will kick things off guys okay i will quick kick things off with probably the hottest rivalry the new a, a new a newfound rivalry between the washington capitals and the boston bruins okay this has been probably the most heated games for the past week and a half not to mention the fact that Sedano Chara used to be a Boston Bruin and to be able to go back there for the playoffs alone is going to be huge. Sprinkle in the fact that Tom Wilson has been a rat and injuring everyone on the Boston Bruins, not to mention everyone on the Boston Bruins wants to kill everyone on the Washington Capitals. There's so much hate, but what I really want to bring up and I, I like, I like gloating when I'm right about something. And I was right about Taylor Hall. And the difference he has made for the Boston Bruins. It's a new team for the Boston Bruins here. He has made everyone else around him better. And I said it at the deadline. I said Boston needs to get that secondary scoring. And not only is Taylor Hall producing and scoring goals, but everyone around him is scoring goals as well. Charlie Coyle, David Krejci, everyone on his line. Score, you're getting third line scoring. And it's not, it's not all on Brad Marchand and, and Patrice Bergeron and David Pasternak anymore. It's not. So you're able to get this depth scoring. If Boston gets great goaltending and, and serviceable goaltending, at least from Tuka Rask and a, a healthy Tuka Rask at that point, Boston might win the Stanley Cup, guys. I'm saying this now. Boston could win the Stanley Cup if they can get Tuka Rask healthy and they can get a, a solid, solid goaltending play because of how good I've said it all along. AJ, you remember this. You might remember this. You might not remember this. <laughs> I said Austin every single year, their problem was not being able to get secondary scoring. And now they finally have it. And 
everyone was shitting on Taylor Hall. Excuse my language. Everyone was shitting on Taylor Hall, okay? Everyone was. <laughs> they were like, he's got two goals. He's just got two goals. He hasn't been good in Buffalo. He's in Buffalo. What more do you want from the guy? Now he's in Boston. He's playing with better players around him. He is producing at a top level. His line mates are producing at a top level. This is the type of Taylor. This is who Taylor Hall is. He makes everyone else around him better. I want to see them face the Washington Capitals, a team we know is a great team. Okay. Their goaltending is a little shaky as well, but I mean, any team with a, with the lineup that they have at, at the forward units, I mean, Ovechkin, Backstrom, John Carlson on the back end, Chara. It's just great stuff, man. It's just great. Do any of you guys have anything to say about that? I see you loading up, Aaron. I see you shaking. No, Aaron. I'm not loading up. I'm just I'm just disappointed in the fact that you said they could win it all. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's yeah. a far stretch, especially being that when they get to my pick, who I have kind of coming in there. I mean, I, I, I think that's a stretch. I think it's a stretch. Don't do that to yourself. Well. Don't do that to yourself. I know who your pick is. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I know. So, so I'm, again, I was trying to help you out. I was trying to help you out. We'll get there. I just think that it was a pretty big leap to go from to where they're at to, to win the whole thing. They I think could. there's some good teams out there, especially in the West with, you know, with Vegas and Colorado. I think there's some, I think there's some good teams out there that it's going to be a stretch and hard for them to actually get there and win. I did say and if I, they get the goaltending, though. If they can get the goaltending, which is a big question. I mean, mark. The thing is, is they haven't had the goaltending. They've had Tuka Rask. They've had Dan Vlader. And I can't remember the other kid's name, but they've had they've had like a, a slew of goaltenders. It's just been not good for Boston. So, I mean, if, if, we, if we all if we all drink a fifth of some right now, we'd be drunk. So if if hey, if what's the one thing that we always say about like the NFL? Like when we what was that one theme for the Super Bowl in the playoffs? Good coaching. Good coaching yeah, prevailed overall. And the Boston Bruins have that. Bruce Cassidy is is a fantastic coach, and that goes a long way. Can that, I counter? Does that? Okay. No, oh, can I ask? Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. You go first. Go go first, Dylan. Let me let me counter real quick. I hear both of your guys' points. I personally think Boston is good enough, which is surprising because you saw Tory Krug leave in the offseason, a great defensive piece on that defense, but. You, you always run into hot goaltenders in the playoffs. That's that's something that always pops up. There's one goalie that stands on his head. Now, that could be the case for Boston where uh, Tuka Rask gets hot, but they could also run into a hot goaltender themselves where that offense that you think is newfound, where they have Taylor Hall stepping in, they have Pasternak, Marshan, uh, Bergeron, Krejci, all these guys moving the puck around, putting the puck in the back of the net. If they run into a hot goaltender and their goaltending still bad, that could cost them – that could knock them out of the playoffs right away. Oh, but yeah. as I said, if if they get the goaltending from Tuka Rask and then they don't run into a hot goaltender, then they're going to be a tough team to beat. And that and that, that, that brings up a good point was because Tampa is – I mean, we'll talk about them in a little bit hopefully. I, I just – I really think that – beating Andre Vasilevsky is just not easy. The only reason why Tampa, I'm I'm sold on this. The only reason why Tampa has lost games this season is because Andre Vasilevsky has not been in the net. Because he is, it is crazy to me to think about that. When you talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning, when you talk about the goaltending position, you look back, the Vesna Trophy race is always kind of, it's, it's, it's a tight race normally. But if Andre Vasilevsky is healthy and he's playing, there, it's not close. Andre Vasilevsky is. We, we talked about it on Friday with the draft show. We were talking about how like Trevon Mooring is like here, and the next closest safety is like down here. That's kind of how it is with goaltending. No disrespect to any of the other goaltenders. Connor Hellebuck's a hell of a goaltender, but Andre Vasilevsky 
is the best. So Vinny, so you, you, you mentioned the coaching, you mentioned the coaching and how, how that impact, um, can you talk a little bit how, how that impacts hockey compared to other sports? Because I'm, I'm a believer in football. Coaching is like the ultimate thing, right? Like players talent level is, 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 is important, but scheme is really, really important. And then in other sports like basketball or, or baseball, that talent level tends to take over. Where does hockey fit in with that importance level of coaching and how that impacts your, your premise that, you know, possibly Boston is, is able to make the, the Stanley Cup? Yeah, so Dylan's going to love this one here. I'm going to bring up his boy, John Tortorella. Here. Yo, do not bring up John Tortorella. Listen here, listen here, listen here, listen here. So when you see a good coach in hockey, what makes them that kind of special coach, that game-changing type of coach, is the ability to make adjustments in the game, similar similar to all sports, kind of a cliche thing to do, uh, or th- cliche thing to say, but being able to make those in-game adjustments, okay, especially in a seven-game series, every moment counts, and you have to be able to make those adjustments. I'm using this as an example, Dylan, so back off. Okay. The, the, the year that the Columbus Blue Jackets swept the Tampa Bay Lightning, okay, Tampa was leading in that first game. Columbus ended up coming back and then never looked back. That's John Tortorella making those in-game adjustments. And then John Cooper of the Tampa Bay Lightning never making the proper adjustment back to counter what Columbus was doing. That's why they got swept. And I ate my words last year when Tampa won the Stanley Cup. I think John Cooper's a good coach now. He proved to me that he is a good coach. But you have to be able to make those game adjustment, in-game adjustments, especially, I mean, we saw last night going watching the Rangers play the Islanders last night. The Rangers got pumped. I believe 6-1 to one was the final score. The Rangers head coach, David Quinn, is a bad head coach. Barry Trotz is a great head coach. He was not able to make the adjustments, and, I mean, you get you lose 6-1. to one. You have to be able to make those adjustments, and Bruce Cassidy can do that. The only problem is, like we said, you run into a hot goaltender, it's going to be very tough. to. There's no making adjustments to a hot goaltender. There really isn't. You just sprinkle more with shots, and that's about it. But everything else you're able to fix, you're able to fix your systems, tweak them just a little bit to, to throw a counterpunch if you're getting beat. And in the NHL playoffs, something that really steps up is momentum. You saw, like, there, there's there's something about the energy of the National Hockey League playoffs where there's guys going out there. It's a seven-game series. It's a grind. Every single one, seven, or at least a seven-game set to where you got to win four. And, I mean, to, year after year, you see teams that probably should be counted out just win one game. All it takes is one. And once they beat them one time, they really get that energy stepping up, and it transitions from game to game. And you saw it. I think that was the case, again, with the Tampa Bay series you brought up in 2019, where you saw John Cooper. He did get outcoached in that one. I was on the same train you were, thinking John Cooper was a bad coach and was holding back the talent on the Tampa Bay team. But uh, after seeing that, I I think momentum is as big as a hot goaltender. If you have both, you can win the Stanley Cup. I don't care what team you are. Yeah, and momentum and that one little I mean that one little thing. There's there's in, in hockey, I mean, you saw it what was it, 2014 when the Rangers went to the finals. Marty St. Louis' dad or mom passed away. And the entire team went to the funeral. This is mid mid playoff series, okay? The entire team went to the went to the funeral. They supported their guy and they all came and around him and just that's the kind of thing that pushed them to that next level. Obviously a, a, a family or a passing away is maybe going a little too far, but either way, that's one of those things. That's like, 
it just it just pushes you, okay? Someone a dirty hit. Tom Wilson of the Washington Capitals could lay a dirty hit on someone. That gets the boys buzzing. And then you're then you're riding that momentum all the way through. So great point, Dylan. Great point. Great point. Fantastic. <laughs> I would like to know how you got to great point. It seems like you weren't going for a great point. There. Yeah. Yeah. At first, I thought there was going to be an argument over the coaching, and all of a sudden, now it's a great <laughs> point. So, Not at all. It's a great was, coach. I don't want to hear anything about that. Well, look, I, I agree. And I think it's a, I think it is a good point about momentum. We see it in all sports in the playoffs, right? Teams get hot. Teams, something happens for the team, and they ride that wave all the way as far as they can take it. We see it in college basketball. We see it in NHL. We see it in Major League Baseball. Uh, you guys mentioned goaltenders. We see hot pitchers in baseball that can't be hit. They usually go to the World Series and win. Um, and in football, again, hot teams. Um, that momentum is a big thing in the playoffs. And, and it's going to be exciting to see who actually is going to be that hot team as we enter the playoffs and that hot goaltender and what kind of momentum they can uh, they can draw and see how far they can go. So, Okay. I, I just want to know about the coaching. I don't know how important coaching is in hockey because I don't know anything about line changes and you know, who should be doing this and who should be doing that. I don't know anything about that. So I just see a hockey coach sitting in the box and they just look like they're just out there watching a bunch of grown men skate. So I don't, I don't know what kind of impact they have, but I'm glad you could clear that up. It, it, it is huge. And, and I, I know that we have, I know sir, they're great fan, great friend and fan of the show. Beth is in here and she is a big Iceman fan of minor league hockey team in here in Jacksonville. They can't go to coaching to save their life. They have one coach they've been riding for just two, three years now, four years, however it's been, and they just can't let go. And like John Tortorella, okay? Like John Thank Tortorella, you. you have to Thank be able you. to let go. They could be a great coach, but sometimes if you're not getting to where you need to go, you need to cut ties. That's what I'll say to you, Dylan, for the John Tortorella thing. But we are talking about the Lightning, and I know AJ here is a big Lightning fan. So I'm going to give you yeah, a chance to step up here. And give, I'm, I'm, this is the most excited I've been for anything on the show. <laughs> I don't know why you just been kicked out of this at all. I don't know why. No, no, I just, I know how good, I know how good AJ is at what he does. And I, I know he's been diving into research for hockey. And I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what matchup he chooses and where he goes. So, AJ, what matchup do you hope to see in the playoffs this year? I hope to see. Let me stop playing. Honestly, I am kind of no, excited about playing. what's been going on in this uh, in, in my central division. The central division's been hot. I mean, the top three teams you got sitting up there at 30 points apiece, jockeying for the best position in all of NHL. You can argue that, honestly. You know, I know what Colorado has going with the Avalanche. I know Vegas has been hot, but the way this central division has just been beaten up on each other, it kind of reminds me of like the SEC. And so I'm hoping to see another beat up match between Tampa Bay and Florida Panthers. Florida hockey, baby. You alluded to this a while ago, how you were just hyped for Florida hockey because it's making a comeback. And that is, that's very true. These guys have been going at it all season long. These are some of the games that I've been catching and been sad that this keeps going back and forth. It seems like nobody can really get a hand on each other. You think about the Panthers early in the season when COVID was still running, they did their, they did their thing. They won the first two of the first three games. But that loss was like Tampa Bay making a statement. Like, you know, they beat them six to one, if I recall correctly. Like, we're going to put the hammer down on them. Then the Tampa Bay lose the next game. Then they get the series and they split it back and forth. And they're sitting there at three and three. 
And now you're looking towards the last two games of the season where they're playing each other again and jockeying for position. So I think we're headed to this 2-3 matchup of Florida versus Tampa Bay regardless. I think some things in Nashville who are smashing the Blackhawks right now 4-1. Oh! I got to wow. say, man, you have me worried, though, uh, Vinny, because you keep talking about how we, we can agree Tampa Bay is a powerhouse. We know that they are going to be good. Yep. But we also just got done talking about how the Blue Jackets swept them two years ago. We also got talking about how they're just comfortable right now because once they get in the playoffs, it's a different situation. But I think the way that these divisions are done this season – that's a trap, especially if you're going to be set up with a team that you haven't been able to get the better of all season. And it's not like Florida's gone away. Aaron Eckblad has went down, and they're still 8-4 and four since then. Sam Bennett came in, and, I mean, he's only played three games this season, but in the three games he's played, he's actually been a very big piece of what they're trying to do in Florida. You know, you talk about Stamkos going down, and we're sitting where we were when Stamkos tried to come back and went out again last year. We're sitting at 3-3 three and three again. So I also don't think Kucherov is going to be there for the first round. So if you, if you told me today Kucherov will be there the first round and they can get that going, I would feel a little bit better. But let's say Tampa Bay is down three to one, three to two, and they really need some momentum. And they try to – I know Kucherov's going to do his best to help, but you've seen a star come in late in the series and it not mean anything. So I, I really need them to get their ish together now so that way when they are in the playoffs, it's none of this, oh, well, we just kind of dropped the ball. There's no dropping the ball. Like, I, I need us to be where we need to be because Carolina's no slouch either. And if that's who we're seeing in the second round, we got some more trouble. So the second round's a little different. So the second round ends up being different. So it after, reseeded, right? Yeah, everything gets reseeded. So like you're, you could literally play, you could, you could end up playing someone not even in your division. It's, it's, it is crazy. Ooh. Facts that Ooh. happened. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, look at you. I was talking smack, though. I was just saying a fact, and they were getting blown down. Nashville's been good, though, but I'm really glad you brought yeah. up that point where it's kind of like a trap that you're only playing your division and then you're set up for failure. It's like, I think that could be even more like, you could dive into that even more with like it being a trap because you're only playing your division, and then after that, you're going to have to face yeah. a team you have, have not seen at, not all seen at all during the season. Mm-hmm. You could end up facing a team like... A it, Canadian team. Yeah, it could be completely different. So this is, the, I mean, that is a really good point that you brought up. I mean, it, it is a trap. It is. And it's funny because, and I'll eat my words on this. You can go back to one of our first hockey episodes. I said that the Florida Panthers, it's going to, that like the kind of, that's crumbling down. I said that this central division is going to kind of play itself out. Dallas is going to figure it out. Florida is going to crumble a little bit, and then it's going to it's going to play itself out the way it's supposed to. It did not. Columbus is at the bottom. Detroit is where yeah. it well, also at the bottom because they they're Detroit. But I mean, it, it really. I mean, Florida has been such a good surprise. And we talk about trade deadline moves. I mean, bringing in Sam Bennett is a is a great move. Yeah. I, I mean, they brought Nikita Gusev from from New Jersey in as a free agent. I mean, they have got talent all up and down Florida. I don't think they're there yet to like be able to be a cup contender, but they can make an impact. And like we talked about like what Carolina has done in the past and what Columbus has done in the past in the playoffs where they don't go that far, but they shake everybody up. That could be Florida this year, man. And you know, who's to thank coach me Q Q coach Q don't rule. Don't rule coach Q out in the playoffs. I mean, he can single-handedly out coach any other team. 
Hey, this can be a Cinderella type season for people, though. I mean, it's just different, you know, like having the opportunity like this could be giving teams like this a confidence. And of course, like you said, it could all come crashing down, playing all these teams you haven't seen before, which is easy to forget. Chicago just scored again. It's now four to yeah. three. I guess I should keep talking smack for y'all. <laughs> wow. Eight forty seven left in the uh, in the third. Um, this is a, if, but, if, I mean, this could be... Go ahead. Man. Go ahead. If Chicago, go ahead. I don't want to be bold here. If Chicago wins this game, if Chicago comes back, they're going to make playoffs. That's that's Ooh, that bold. bold. They that got Tampa bold. Bay coming up. There's no chance. Beth Beth in the comments says <laughs> Jeremy Colleton should coach Pee Wee hockey. I couldn't agree more with that statement. That's true. <laughs> We're talking about Coach Q and him in the playoffs and his legacy. Coach Q gets this team to the playoffs. Jeremy Colleton is still should still be in Rockford right now. But the thing is, though, is if you I mean Nashville is playing for their spot. Chicago's playing for their spot. It, and and Nashville's not coached by a, just some schmuck, okay? Nashville's coached by Peter Laviolette, a very good coach in this league. I really think I'm <laughs> I love football. I love they the play ball again day. on Friday. Wait, are, are we gonna are we gonna overlook the fact that when when Vinny said who is to give credit for the way Florida's playing, AJ said him, and this goes back <laughs> to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers conversation where where AJ talks about wherever he moves, people win titles. Why, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how we're just gonna overlook that AJ keeps taking credit for all these people, all these teams winning. Well, how do how do the Panthers make sense? You're not even a Panthers fan. You're not no, even no, in sunrise. No. I said me because you said it was going to come crumbling down. And even back then <laughs> when I knew way less hockey than I did now, I was adamant about the fact that it wouldn't. And so that's the part where I'm, I'm going with the lore in the rough cut box. Not like I, I <laughs> it's in Tampa. I can't take credit for Florida. I've lived here 90% of my life. So that's, that's a little different. I took credit for the Tampa ones. We're still welcome, Tampa. Okay. This is the guy who didn't win. This is the guy who didn't pick the Bucks to win the Super Bowl. Because you wouldn't let me go when I needed to go. You told you stole my diva moment from me. It's all your hey, fault. Yeah, I'm blaming hey. you now too. And now for your sleeper of the week. <laughs> what you think that's gonna shut me up? No, I'm still gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Hey. Don't rule out Dallas. Uh, Wesley Kerr, one of my buddies, new new right. watcher here today, brought up a good point. They're they're a hot team right now. They're about fifty yeah. points. They jump Chicago in the standings. Hey, that's and, hey, that's I mean, one of the... are they are they on right? Are they on tonight too? Because I mean, if they if they win and this stays up, and you know Chicago's hot right now, if they can figure a way to get this to a five four or six four, is there only I mean, four and, and Dallas takes the win that brings Nashville down too. They're only one up there... on on Dallas. There's only four games tonight. It's Nashville, Chicago, Minnesota, Arizona, San Jose, Vegas, and Montreal and Edmonton. Oh, Montreal needs a dub there. Uh, but hey, can I can I at least take credit for saying that Dallas would figure themselves out? Because I you did say that. that. I did they say that Dallas. Pretty, they were pretty down out. in the dump. Weren't they like seven at one point? They were, yeah, they were bad, but they didn't play that many games. They were, re I mean, they're one yeah, of those teams had... that were really affected uh, by the co by the COVID thing. And I mean, it's, it's yeah, and then like a week later when they finally got healthy and ready to play, they had that freeze, and then they were out for another three games in yeah. Dallas. 
That's true. That's true. Let's uh, let's 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 send it to Mister. Let's send it to Sleepyhead over there. Let's uh, let's send it to to the this guy over here. Yeah, you. Yeah, you with the face. Yeah, you. Aaron, what uh, what? <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> I was like, who the hell? Who the hell are you talking to? All right, so my matchup, um, it, it's a long shot, and I'll be honest, it is a long shot, they but I wanted again. to. I wanted. No, did they? No way. Four four. I'm so sorry. They scored again. It's hey. four to four. Every AJ, time I look over, it's in the back of the net. AJ, you have uh, you have uh, something special going on about you, brother. Yep. Remember how AJ. also the other last week I talked bad about Dallas, uh, yep. the Mavericks, and then Luca with the buzzer beater. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, can you start talking crap about the Rangers, please? Talked about Carson Wentz a day That's later. Crazy. He's traded. Talked about Chris Riley the same night he's fired. Whatever. Uh, can you say something? Well, can you say something? Uh, let's see. How can we do this to make the rough cut uh, benefit off of this? Um, we'll, have, we'll have to figure that out in a, in a, in a show. Rough cut <laughs> titles aren't getting any clicks right now. We got to really figure that out. <laughs> that works. I have right. to talk bad. I can't talk good about yeah. it. And, That's yeah, true. To talk that was hard to do, by the way. That hurt me in the heart. I'm sorry, y'all. It's, as as sorry. it should. As it should. All right, so so Sorry my take again. Here. Go ahead. This, no, you're fine. You're fine. This is not something that is likely to happen. However, I felt like since Vinny is the hockey guy, I wanted to give Vinny some hope. I don't, you know, we t- we we crush Vinny's dreams all the time. You know, talking about him. I, my matchup is going to be the Rangers and the Islanders, and uh, it is a long shot. But uh, Vinny, you're gonna have to go to four box because I need your help pronouncing something. Oh boy! <laughs> all right! All right! All right! <laughs> Yes. This is this is where my lack of this is where my lack of knowledge of hockey comes in. However, since March 13th, the Rangers are 13-4 and 3, have 29 points and that's good for second in the NHL. And that was also the return of and I'm going to give this name Artemi oh. P- 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 how do you say his last name? Panarin. Panarin. <laughs> I don't know how to Hey, I'm trying to be respectful to the man's name. I don't know how to say his name. Panarin. All right. So, since his return Again, they're 13, 4, and 3 for 29 points, which is second in the NHL. I, I really think that they've gotten hot. Um, they've done a good job, obviously, getting back in, in the playoff contention. And then this contrasting style between the Islanders and the Rangers is what I'm excited for. I always like to see the, the high-powered, we want to push the pace, score a lot of goals, versus the team that's just going to pass it around, play really, really good defense. And as uh, we pointed out earlier, that are really well coached in the Islanders and how that kind of dynamic plays out in the series. Obviously, being in New York, that adds an extra, you know, storyline there. Um, I think that would be a great matchup. Plus, it would be a lot of fun after the Islanders were to sweep the Rangers to make fun of Vinny and and to see him, you know, get his hopes up and then just have his dreams come crashing down. And and again, the, the Rangers have done, again, a really good job of getting back to the playoff race. And they're averaging four goals a game since March 30th. Um, it's, it's, it's something that I want to see for Vinny's sake. And then also for Vinny's demise, if that makes sense. They have been hot. They have been, the Rangers have been, but. And all you do is talk shit about them. I mean, (laughs) crap about them. Excuse my language. All I do is talk shit about the Rangers. Yes. They're poorly coached. They suck. They miss. And they're they're right there. You guys are shitty. And I know it's, I know it's a long (laughs) shot. No, but there's a okay. So there's a reason. There's a reason though, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I was gonna do this on I was gonna do this on TikTok, which you can check out the Rough Cut TikTok here. Uh, The Rangers are overrated. The Rangers are an overrated team. 
How are you and overrated and you're not even in the playoff race? I mean, you're barely in the playoff race because, and you're overrated. Because everyone, everyone thinks that they have a shot at making the playoffs, and they don't. They really they, don't. They, they don't. don't. They're mathematically not eliminated yet, but they don't. The Rangers okay, win well, streak. Hold on. One they're second. Six, they're six points out, right? They're six points they're out. They're mathematically they have two games towards the end of the season against Boston, who's ahead of them. Automatically going to eliminate them right now. I will tell you. Hold up. Because they suck. Hold on. Hey, wait. Hold up. Hey, wait. Hey, Aaron. Yes. I just want to know. Can you pronounce that name? (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, Mika Zabanajan? Close. Very. Oh, that. Not bad. Ding. (laughs) Right? It's it's a bit of Yeah. Yeah. Zabinajad. You that was very, I mean, I will I, you deserve a ding on that one. There's another <laughs> AJ, you got any more for him? Nope, I'm no, retired. I did not. That's it. Because I know <laughs> that I know retired. how hard that one is. I know how hard that one is the first time you see it. And honestly, <laughs> yep. if me and him didn't share like 30 goals and assists apiece in NHL 21, I might not know it. <laughs> at least he didn't have to say at least he didn't have to say Igor Shesterkin. Oh, that would have been a good one. That, one, that's, that one's <laughs> no, a tough one. I was going to go with Pavlovich. That's what I was going to go with. But <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, really that's what that we mean. really need a tri- we just need a trivia game on like next hockey show when all four of us are on. Or Dylan, you you can't play. You know, you actually know hockey names. <laughs> next time, next show, next hockey show, we're Thanks, all on. Vinny. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you, you, you did good. You did good. Hey, you got the you one. You know point. what? Then, then when we do a baseball show, I'm going to put up Doug Mankiewicz and see if you can if, if you would have known that one. <laughs> I would have definitely yeah. known that one. I guarantee you wouldn't have known that one. Okay, maybe I wouldn't have known that one. Also, I do want to point this out here, though, just to just to assist you in your stats here. I did not have this graphic pulled up. This is not my credit here. But this is the Rangers since March 13th. The points leaders are Tammy Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, Norris Trophy. He should be up for the Norris Trophy, Adam Fox. I don't want to hear anything else. So the but Norris Trophy—they're right, right there with with. The, look at the look at that list. There were three Rangers, three Avalanche guys. Just high-paced, fast, offensive scoring teams. That's how are you down on the Rangers? You know so what? He doesn't trust his teams in anything. If it's his team, he will uh, he will approach it with the most caution possible because yeah, he doesn't want to there and talk about He talks about Blake stat. Bortles, though. I have a right? stat. Oh, Go for we it. just dropped Bortles on here. Uh, but anyway, you look at the Rangers. You look at the Rangers. Right there in, in their uh, points differential, they're plus 28. That's a playoff team in every other division. But like I said, this division is super tough. I mean, you got teams ahead of you. Boston, they're going to need a lot, of, not a, a lot of luck out of Buffalo. And the Athletic right now gives the Rangers a 5% chance to make the playoffs. But, I mean, they're, they're playing well. Uh, Shesterkin's looked good since he's came back. Um, but that, that, plus, that plus goal differential could be a little bit misleading. They've had about an 8-0 victory, a few, a few big blowouts. But I, I think the team's pretty solid. I believe, I believe when I came on and I started that matchup, I said it's unlikely that they get in. I did say that. Obviously – we're aware that, that. that that the fact that they they're trying to get in it's probably unlikely. But you're like giving them no credit by calling them overrated. And the fact I'm not that- giving them credit because if you want, okay. So it, uh, first of all, you're doing this just to get me riled up, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> this okay. So here it is. Here it is, guys. The okay. Rangers are overrated because if you watch last night's game, 
Barry Trotz is a great coach in this league. The Islanders are a good, solid team in this league. The Rangers got pumped six to one. Okay, six to one. And I don't want to hear from any fans that they lost one of their the uh, top four defensemen in Jacob Trouba that the Rangers lost last night. It's not a thing. You don't lose six to one. Okay, you don't have Anthony. Okay, let me let me simplify this for you guys here. Let me simplify this for a different sport. So so the Rangers coach basically puts in a running back that doesn't belong. And be- so basically it is the, it's, it's the, it's the Patriots playing Rex Burkhead instead of Sony. Mich- okay. Maybe that's not a bad, that's not a good one. Cause oh they both suck. it's basically like the bucks playing Keyshawn Vaughn over Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't but, make but, sense. But you're, you're, you're basing your argument on being overrated by a bad move on a personnel. It's, it, it is, it, this is ha- this happens all the time. David Quinn is not a good coach, okay? He is terrible at making adjustments. He cannot make adjustments, okay? He cannot. His strategy is terrible. Wait, 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 wait. You're wrong. You're wrong. Obvi- wait, 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 wait. You're wrong because he obviously made some sort of adjustment because since March 13th, they're 13-4-3 and, and have 29 points. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody, hold on. You want to know why that's a thing? AJ, do you remember when the when they were beating up on the Flyers? I told you that the Rangers coaching was staff was not that. actually there. Yeah, okay? I was going to ask COVID, COVID took over the Rangers coaching staff, and they had their minor league coaching off. staff on the bench, and they put up, what, nine goals on the Philadelphia Flyers? Mika Zibidish yeah. had back-to-back hat-tricks. It is not a thing. Two games. The, the You're Rangers making the point not- for me, though. You're just saying you're just indicating that they have bad coaching and they're not that good. But they're the standings say they're not that good already. I mean, they're barely fighting for a playoff spot. So saying they're overrated is a stretch. How are they overrated? They have a five percent chance to get in the playoffs. How they're overrating them? They're overrated because every year, every year the Rangers are picked to make it to the finals or make it to the playoffs and do great, and they're not. Okay, they are not that good. Okay, every year they're not that good, and now everyone's talking about how hot they are. Okay, the Flyers are also not that good, they have been bad, and that's the thing. The Rangers have been beating up on the Flyers, a beaten down, <laughs> a beaten down Flyers team. Okay, sign of a, they, the sign of a solid team screaming the in the house. The sign of a solid team is you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. We say it in basketball. What about beating the better teams? What about beating but, the better teams? Again, you're not you're you're changing the narrative here. The narrative is you saying they're overrated. I'm saying they're fighting for a playoff spot, which is legit. Saying they're overrated when they're uh, six points behind the next playoff team is is a stretch. I'm just saying they're well, they have played well over the last month, and you can't deny that they're overrated to you because you put this why. you put this expectation because on them at the beginning of the show. season. Their stats show they're a better team than what they are. And last night proved it, okay? They've been on a hot streak, but let's take a look at it and see who they've beaten in the past few games. So they got pumped by the Flyers 6-1. to Then they beat the Devils. The Devils, a terrible Devils team. Oh, and hey, look, they beat the Devils again. Oh, wait, they beat the Devils again. Oh, wait, they beat the Devils again. Okay, that's do, their last. But do we say that in the other sport? Do we, do we care? At the end of the day, do you care who they beat if they get in? Do you care? They but they're the not. In front of them that they're supposed to be. But, but that's the. I'm not going to give myself this false hope that the Rangers are a better team than what they are. Okay, the, the Rangers Patriots are, did it every year. The Patriots beat the AFC East every year. Nobody said nothing. So or, Vinny, when we did, they still won the game. Who cares? Vinny, but that's the, the Patriots the are. Rangers, Vinny, if the Rangers made it into the playoffs, 
knowing that they would be losing the first round. Are you still upset? I'm always, upset. always upset. I, okay, that's a terrible question because I'm always upset with the Rangers. Until they fire David Quinn, the Rangers will not win a Stanley Cup. They will not even make it to the finals, okay, with David Quinn as their head coach, okay? Let and me, you brought up on the finals, though. Hey, Molly Rose. Rose. About the Molly Rose. No, it's not about the finals. This is Molly Rose. Molly Rose stepping in here. Okay, Stephen A. Okay, Max Kellerman. You guys chill out. Now, I, I want to back up your point real quick, Vinny, about the poor coaching staff. And that is that you look up and down the way that he's been running the lineups. He's got developmental guys on the fourth line with veterans that do not ex- that does not progress them to where they need to be. Like you're putting uh, – who is their first-round pick? I'm drawing a blank right now. Lafreniere. Lafreniere. Oh, put him down on the bottom line with some of these bad players like a Brendan Lemieux or someone like that to where you move them around. That's where the bad coaching comes in. And I understand your point on that. We should digress and stop this topic right now before one of us loses an eye. No pun intended. Hey, last man, thing. I already lost an eye. You already, oh. Last thing, though. Last thing. And then, Dylan, you get the floor for your final team. AJ, you brought up the Patriots, okay? And I'm going to talk about this real calm here, okay? I'm down here. I'm at a two. No such thing. Did you not just bring up the AFC? Oh, you brought up the Patriots. Okay. You brought up the Patriots. <laughs> Sorry. You brought up the Patriots, okay? You brought up the Patriots and how they beat up on the AFC East. And we don't talk about we don't talk about that because they because they end up beating the good teams in the end. The Rangers do not end up beating the good teams in the end. Exhibit A, six to one against the Islanders. Exhibit B, the last time they played the Islanders, three to two. And then the last time they played the Islanders the, or the Penguins, five to two. They're not a good. Uh, they win. They win that. these. Games. I understand that. They win these games on talent alone. Okay, not because of coaching. You can saying. only get so far on talent alone. You're making my point for me. That you simply you just made the point for me. We can agree their their coaching sucks. We can agree with yes. that. But they're not overrated. If they have talent and they're projected to be good, and they just have bad coaching, they're not overrated. They're underperforming. They they're underperforming. That's the word we're looking for. Not overrated, underperforming. Watch watch like an NHL network or like a, a any type of hockey show for the past like week or two, okay? Then you'll hear everyone talk about how great the Rangers are and how big how 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 great their chance is to make the playoffs because of how hot they're getting and they're a team to watch out for. They're not. Well, okay. So they Vinny, Vinny I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, I, I understand your point, but they are the New York Rangers. They're in the New York media capital. They're going to get more publicity and attention than a lot of other franchises based on their location. So you're going to hear about them more on all these NHL shows, similar to the Dallas Cowboys. I've been saying it for years when people say so good and we're really not. So I, I understand your point there. All I'm saying is based on their record right now, to say they're overrated when, they're, when they have a 5% chance of making the playoffs based on Dylan's numbers is not true. That's all. I get what you're saying. Though. I do understand. You're, if you're talked about like you're a great team, I that you're this. this big bad team, I got this. and you're not, that to me makes it overrated. Go ahead, AJ. And now for your sleeper of the week. We're moving Can on. Can we move on now? I needed, that one. On. I needed that one. I needed it. I needed it. Dylan, you are up last, buddy. Sorry <laughs> it's taking you this long. It's taking us this long to get to you. But, buddy, finish us out. What matchup are you looking forward to most? 
Oh, I'm going to the the fun and exciting division that is the Canadian division this year. And the two teams that I want to see match up, the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets. You look at the firepower of Edmonton's offense. You saw it last postseason when they took on Chicago. They got shut down. But one thing that they did not have was a good goaltender. You had the platoon there with uh, Miko Koskinen and also Mike Smith. That's the same case this year, but Mike Smith is having a fantastic season so far this year. 230 goals against average, a 923 save percentage, 16 and 4 record. So the goaltending's good there. And Winnipeg, I mean, they're just a team that in the postseason, you saw them get a few years ago almost to the Stanley Cup. They got there to that final final series. And it was just a lot of fun watching that team. I love what they do. Connor Hellebuck, a great goaltender. I want to see him, the goaltender Connor Hellebuck, go up against this fierce and fast Edmonton Oilers hockey team because I think it would be a great matchup and something we should see in the first round. Ooh, that was a good one. Just your your closing statement to that was fantastic. To be able to see Edmonton's offense go up against Connor Hellebuck, and it would just Oh my Chicago God! Chicago wins. Chicago five to four in overtime. Beth, you're welcome. Oh, <laughs> they were down four to, to one. one. Four to one. I'm not happy. Back. I'm not happy. Nashville got a point. They did. That is that. Uh, that does yeah, hurt. Overtime loss. Yeah, they that does hurt. Out. They actually though they got a really nice shot lined up in the last four seconds, and it just just bounced off the uh, the tender's pad. So. It, they they had that shot to oh I was hoping I could scream at the end of the very last <laughs> period but it didn't happen that way so but yeah uh, it's a step in the right direction it yeah. is a, that puts them one point behind Dallas that puts them one point behind Dallas but I'm really glad you brought up though with the with the the uh, Oilers offense going up against Connor Hellebuck my buddy Connor throws in this chat though the Oilers would burn through that Winnipeg defense and that is 100 percent true. That Winnipeg defense is bad. They made no moves in the tra- at the trade deadline to really better their blue line. And I mean, th- they've got some talent on there, but it's not enough to hold back what Edmonton can bring. And if if Winnipeg would win that series, it would be because of Connor Hellebuck because he is but, that good that good of a goaltender. I think I think what's interesting here is Winnipeg. They also have good scoring. You have the Kyle Connors. You have the Ehlers, who's having a fantastic season. Mark Shifley, one of the most underrated players in the National Hockey League for many years now. Um, they have the scoring that can still keep up with a good team like Edmonton. So I think it's a lot of offense, but it's going to be great goaltending as well, especially on the Winnipeg side with what Hellebuck's been doing and his his dominance. You talk about a workhorse. The backup, Laurent Brassois, started 10 games this year. So Hellebuck, he can take a workload. I think he's going to do phenomenal in the postseason. And you got a good goalie and a good offense. And I think that's basically all you need to be Edmonton because it seems like in the postseason, they don't find a way to step up. Their power play is always solid. But once again, I think that Edmonton and Winnipeg would be a great series because of the goaltending. And Winnipeg can also score. If we, we'd have to be able to see if Mike Smith can continue this, though, because Mike Smith's been one of those goaltenders who has been very inconsistent throughout his career. He, it, literally, his nickname, and it's, it, it's this seems to be the word of the day, his nickname is literally Shitty Smitty. That is his nickname <laughs> because of how inconsistent he has been in, throughout his career. But he has been going to be great to do tonight. Are you going to wait? Are you bleeping out every word every time we say shitty? Well, he just added I mean, another not, one to the no, total. But, you know, added what to like the total? Tonight, it may just be the way it goes down. I have to think about it now. Think about what? So, so, think about what? 
No, we're not bleeping nothing out. <laughs> That's shit. If it's we, rough, uh, we got to cut. Uh, yeah, so that is point, a real shit thing to do. Um, oh <laughs> I hate you all. So Edmonton, Edmonton just played. Just they just had they just played right on Sunday, I believe, when they won three zero, right against against um, the Winnipeg, and then they played two more games coming up, right? The twenty. They played that, right? They played tonight. I think no. no they, I gotcha. well, you play. They, they play I, Winnipeg. They play the Canadians same, right? tonight. They play the Jets on the twenty sixth. Okay, so I mean, I think that's a good. Like, I mean, you know, when you see teams play each other late in the season, do you do you start to see like a playoff type feel to it? That kind of matchup where they start to kind of gauge how they want to approach a playoff um, series, or do they kind of hold back a little bit? Like I know in basketball, we see some teams start to hold back a little bit. If there's a potential playoff. Um, series between each other just because they don't want to show everything um, same thing in the NFL or baseball but um, I think that would be a little that, that'll be interesting to see kind of how they play uh, moving forward obviously if they're still jockeying for position they're going to have to put their best foot forward there so yeah the north division is kind of like I think the north division is pretty much set at this point it would be home ice yeah. advantage playing for home ice advantage which it's yeah. the COVID cup again it would I don't know how they're going to end up doing the playoffs. They haven't really ta- talked about it, um, whether they're going to have a hub city again or not. But I mean, pretty much in the North, it is, it is set. Toronto's got that division on lock and oh boy, does Toronto look weird. They are a weird would, team right now. They hurry. Very would, that, would that be, um, would that be disappointing Vinny? If they do that in the playoffs, instead of going back to the, North? I mean, because like part of playoff hockey, as far as to me, the atmosphere of those home stadiums is, I mean, yeah. I, I, when we were in the tank in San Jose in the playoffs, like that way, I know it's not going to be full capacity or anything, but that home ice advantage, um, to me in hockey, it plays a big part of of the of the sport. And I, I think you know the bubble in basketball or those hub cities and you know baseball or, or hockey that they do. I think it would be kind of a disappointing playoffs if they're not allowed to be in their home ice arena. Yeah, it will. It, it definitely would be. It would. It would definitely suck. And I mean, it's. I mean, it's. They are they're, already talking. I mean, yeah, good. Still up there playing our ball. They're thinking about it and trying to, but it's looking more and more like this bubble for the playoffs is going to become a thing. And the thing is, is it's going to have to be in the states this time around. It's not going to yeah. be in Canada. It's going to be in the states. It's going to be in the states this time around. And hey, I mean, let's let's put that let's let's put that bubble in Florida and let's have fans go to the games in Sunrise. Let's very yeah. better right not now. Gonna, you're not going to attract any market there. I mean, I'll go. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why you want Florida. You want to go no, to it. They'll definitely, they'll definitely yeah. be a market there. They'll, they'll, they'll I mean, definitely. about Florida, sir. They're coming down here just because they had a week off from work. You don't think if the hockey playoffs yeah. are here, people who like hockey would yeah, not come to Florida. And also, hey, and also, let's not. I feel like that's a disservice. I feel like that's a disservice to hockey, man. And I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I just think, it, I think it's an advantage. I think it's a disadvantage. You So, re- real quick, though, I get it. You guys are very. Uh, you guys just don't know, but hockey mm-hmm. down south is it's real awesome and it's big and it's, it's growing. Maybe I should put Tampa. They should go to Tampa because not only is that city dope for for hockey, but it's also in it. I mean, they do everything right down in Tampa. It seems like for sports, they they really do. And being able to put, I mean, they just did the Super Bowl there. So I mean, make it happen. They, I mean, they hey. Do. What about this? What about this? This would be a dream, and this is how we'll end the show here. Put the bubble in Florida and have 
your one conference, one set of teams play where the Panthers play in Sunrise and have your other set of teams play in Tampa. And then when the Stanley Cup finals are done or when, when there's fa- the finals are set, you come back to Tampa Bay and you have the finals there. You have all seven games there. Oh, yeah. my God. Then I'll oh just move God. again. Switch up I to, would to this- the world of sports. We would do a live rough cut show there. We would do a live rough cut show. But that's it, guys. That's all the hockey talk we got. I'm, I appreciate all of you. Man. You guys did very well. It, it, so, it's going to be a minute before we get to talk anything other than football. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah, this is, this is it. This is we're saying goodbye. This is the last sport that we're going to talk about before it is all football. Yeah, Tomorrow football starts. For six straight shows, basically, right? Pretty two yeah yep. five six yeah oh, yeah six the following wednesday yeah 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 the next Anytime, six Beth, i'd love to get your team a win <laughs> yeah yeah that is uh wow wow impressive impressive mm. any last words though gentlemen any last words dylan i'll start with you buddy uh no i think we uh did a did a <laughs> i think that was talk. a bad question Vinny. that was a bad question it was closed he could just answer it with a yes or no i'm telling yeah, right. my cuck right now yeah, that's a it's a bad question. Minus one to Milani there, but uh, I don't have anything else. Didn't you drop an episode last week or anything of that nature? I, mean, I did. Yeah, uh, what, what, talk about your baseball season. Is it over now? How'd that go? Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of fun. The USCB, the team I cover, uh, doing both play-by-play, color, a lot of lot of player interviews as well with that. But that season has ended for the baseball side. I uh, still don't know what the future holds as it goes to potential postseason ramifications, but softball, uh, I get my last game on that one on May the 1st. So uh, other than that, that's going to wrap up that season. I've had a lot of fun over there and uh, look forward to the summer months so where I can spend more time on the show. And then uh, of course our big trip to Arizona. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Like Bart Scott said. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, I have one more little thing. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Just for you, Dylan. Just All right. You. Relive your moment. Classic. Alabama wins it 5 nothing. That night, some college baseball, UCSB and Middle Georgia State. Now, coming up, you want to hear this call from a young fella named Dylan Kearns. He's a student of former ESPN or Gus Ramsey at the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting. That pitch is hit, moving over is Terrell. Diving stop, flips to the second baseman. Fairhand by Ambrose, and he gets him out. What a play there. Somebody dial up Bristol, Connecticut for that one. Oh, that call's been answered. Dylan Kearns getting it done at full sail. You can't stop Dylan. You can only hope to contain him. Uh, Boston call. Legend. Did you guys... Did you guys know that that was Dan Patrick's famous line, right? You can't stop, blah, blah, blah. You can only hope to contain him. Yeah. Yep. That was yep. that was great writing there by uh, Kenny Maine. Wow, look yeah, at that. Legendary. Yeah. When that first That's happened, uh, I can we I still remember the moment. Me and my wife were in, we're like laying in bed. I'm like, watch, Dylan's going to be on SportsCenter. And it was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that was, I felt, like, I felt like, I felt like a proud papa. <laughs> I felt like a proud it's a guy. papa. It's a guy, Mr. I Big just, Time. I was happy we, uh. I was happy you got him signed to the rough cut contract before that because he would have wanted a lot more after. <laughs> there is there is a new thing called the rough cut bump. There is a new yeah. thing called the rough cut bump. And join us as we, I mean, come on, all aboard, okay, all aboard at this point. Aaron, any last words, buddy? Best friend? No, 
successful hockey show. My first time ever actually Howdy. appearing on a hockey show. Hopefully I, I did you proud. Hopefully I didn't sound like uh, an idiot. Um, I tried to do as much research as I could, but more better things to come. Like I'm, I'm excited now. You got my hockey juices flowing. I'm going to go watch some more hockey games. And I honestly can't That's wait that. until the NHL playoffs. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. This, this is the time yeah. to be. This is time to be in. What about you, uh, AJ? Man, May and June are going to be epic. I don't know how we're going to contain all this playoff stuff. How we're going to oh, back and forth day by day by day. I'm excited. I'm excited. Tonight was good. Hey, thanks for uh, allowing us to actually give some hockey input. We got to join in. That was cool. You know, you, you, you tested us, got us outside the comfort zone. Instead of me just rebuttaling all day and hoping to be right on something, so it was good. If I were if I were to give grades, I think I would give all of you guys an A. I think I would I would, I would go full sale and just give all of you guys A without looking at your work. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there with A on the hockey episode. Uh, oh, you're terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, but that's it though, guys. Uh, last, uh, uh, no final countdown tonight. No, final let's do it. No final I mean, of course, we want a final countdown. I'm good. I got oh, you my good? discussion post done this morning. <laughs> I I only have to do a 30 second video talking about basketball and the Knicks doing nothing. Uh, so yeah, we're going to, to do the final countdown. Everyone, let's uh let's do this real real quick. AJ, can you uh pay the bills for me? I will pay some bills. Hit us up at Roughcut underscore Sports Twitter on Facebook at Roughcut Sports on. Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. You know the deal. Hit those likes, hit those follows. Share what we see in our stories too. Like let people see the rough cut everywhere you can. Don't just be like, oh, I like that. Share it with somebody. And then go find this episode on YouTube and share that link on your Facebook page with you know who? Everybody. 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 And of course, you're a little baby. Yeah, there you go. And of course, we are brought to you by Halftime Sports Collectibles, the number one place to get all of your sports memorabilia needs, whether that's a jersey, cleat, they have it all there. They've been loading up over there as well. They've been having some pennants over there. It's it's great, man. They've got everything there. Go check them out, halftimesportscollectibles.com. And AJ, here you go. Here's your shot. And as you know, we are now sponsored by Yeti. Thank you very much to them for acknowledging the wonderfulness that is the Rough Cut, also brought to you by Belly Up Sports. If you need Yeti gear, the summer is on the way, especially when these hockey playoffs come down to Florida. You're going to need to keep cool. What better way to do that than with the Yeti? Grab your Yeti cup. Grab your Yeti cooler. Fill it up with so many cans. I won't say what kind of cans. You can put whatever cans you want, but you can do up to like 128. And if you got puppers, you got pets, they got materials for them too. Yeti is where it's at. Hit up the Rough Cut Sportscast social media page. Look for the Sponsored by Yeti link. Click on it. Buy some stuff for you. Buy some stuff for somebody else. Buy some stuff for everybody. Everybody? Everybody. There it is. There it is. We're going into the final countdown. Stick around. Adios, turd nuggets. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. <laughs>